good day to you from Sarah D. Roosevelt Park on the Lower East Side. On the update this Friday, there's a delicate balance at play. There's been hopeful talk about getting people back to work in some parts of the country, but it seems a far cry from the harsh reality here in New York and the suburbs, where thousands of people that have been newly infected with the coronavirus are still streaming into hospitals every day. out of him over their loudspeaker as he screamed out of as the man screamed out of a midtown Manhattan sidewalk. The NBA and the WNBA are going to be doing a good charitable deed. They plan to sell cloth face coverings bearing team and league logos and that all the proceeds generated by the league will go to Feeding America in the US and Second Harvest in Canada. And it truly is the end of an era. The Native American woman that has graced the packaging of Land O'Lakes butter, cheese, and other products since the late 1920s has quietly disappeared. This is the update on the road. Friday, April the 17th, 2020. This is the update with Brandy Julian. Reporting tonight on the road. And a very pleasant Friday to you, Brandon Julie here, also the update over at Sarah D. Roosevelt Park on the Lower East Side, which we are near the weekend once again. By the way, I am very happy to announce that after some uh, arrangements, our show will be de- will be in podcast form and also will be on the 90.3 WKRB, our old station's uh, Mixed Cloud channel. So we are grateful and appreciative to be back with our WKRB family, in, even though it's a different type of form once again. I'm Brandon Julian, of course. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot of news to get to this Friday. Uh, We are going to begin with how the city is starting to open uh, new virus testing sites in hard-hit communities. And residents throughout the states are facing new rules today on covering their faces. Mayor de Blasio announced today that five new rocket testing sites will be opened by Monday with a focus on residents ages 65 and older in areas with high numbers of, co- of cases of the COVID virus. Separately, five other new testing sites will be available to healthcare workers among some other groups. Uh, meanwhile, new rules requiring New Yorkers to cover their faces are going into effect today. You cannot ride a mass transit or any other form of public transportation without a face covering. Meanwhile, the Associated Press, they followed a fire department paramedic through her shift back on Wednesday to see how the pandemic is affecting first responders. Elizabeth Bonilla has been trying to remain strong for her patients, their families, and for her own loved ones. She says the weight of each difficult day hits her at night, prompting her to sleep with the lights on and play gospel music until morning. Emergency calls have nearly doubled in volume at the paramedic's peak, the pandemic's peak, I should say, here in New York.
York, and the FDNY's 4,000 medical emergency workers are still straining to meet the heavy demand. Some hopeful talk now across the country about getting people back to work. But it seems a far cry from the harsh reality here in New York and in the suburbs. There are thousands of people that have been infected with the virus are still streaming into hospitals every day. Uh, Governor Cuomo noted the lack of major improvement yesterday as he announced another 606 deaths in the state. But the number of those dying was down from a day earlier, but still remains alarmingly high. The Democrats said that the current social isolation rules will stay in place through at least May 15th. The city hospitals are still jammed with nearly 18,000 coronavirus patients, and the virus has also continued to rage through the city suburbs. Speaking of those stay-at-home restrictions, they'll extend, as we said before, through at least May 15th. Governor Cuomo said yesterday that transmission rates still need to be tamed as he prolonged the restrictions that have left most New Yorkers housebound. Meanwhile, the city is getting ready to use 11,000 empty hospital rooms for coronavirus quarantines. Uh, City officials are also grappling with a projected $7.5 billion loss in tax revenue because of the crisis. The state recorded 606 COVID-19-related deaths back on Wednesday, the lowest daily number in at least two weeks. Through his executive order, Governor Cuomo said yesterday that state residents will be required to wear face coverings when they are out and coming in close contact with other people. The new mandate will require a mask or face covering on the busy streets, public transit, or any situation where people cannot maintain six feet of social distancing. That mandate goes into effect today at 8 o'clock. Meanwhile, Mayor de Blasio is still urging a cautious but deliberative approach to revive the economy. We told you yesterday about how federal prosecutors say that former state Senate leader Dean Skelos was likely to be released from prison after testing positive for the virus. The government noted, notified, I should say, a Manhattan federal judge back on Wednesday that it was told earlier in the day that Dean Skelos was in quarantine after testing positive and said that he has been symptom-free since April 8th. Prosecutors say that the U.S. Bureau of Prisons said that Skelos will be approved for furlough and home confinement once his proposed residence has been approved by U.S. Probation Department authorities. Skelos has been serving a four-year and three-month prison term at the federal prison in Otisville. He was convicted of extortion, wire fraud, and bribery. There is other news of this Friday to address, and we will address those when the update of Brandon Julian on podcast and the WKRB Mixcloud channel returns in just 30 seconds. A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit ny.gov slash coronavirus. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by New York State and the Ad Council.
Welcome back, everyone. Some of the other news of this Friday. Down in Oklahoma City, Americans, of course, have been through a lot in the 25 years since the Oklahoma City bombing that killed 168 people, including foreign wars, mass shootings, and the 9-11 attacks. But on April 19, 1995, the attack on the nation's heartland shocked Americans out of their sense of security. The Oklahoma City National Memorial and Museum has canceled, though, the ceremony for the 25th anniversary remembrance amid the outbreak, denying the chance to collectively grieve a past tragedy because a current one is unfolding. Instead, it will offer a one-hour television program that includes the reading of the names of the 168 people that were killed in the bombing. On to some of the other news of this Friday, and back here on the streets of New York. Police officers that were patrolling the city's desolate streets were caught on video Wednesday night, allegedly making some profane comments to a man over their police vehicles as loudspeaker. Video that was posted on social media showed officers in an NYPD SUV purportedly telling the man to, quote, shut the expletive up and threatening to, quote, slap the expletive out of him as he screamed out from a, Manhatt- from a midtown Manhattan sidewalk. The NYPD said yesterday that it has opened an internal investigation into the matter. Down in Washington, uh, President Trump's former lawyer and longtime fixer, Michael Cohen, will be released from federal prison to serve the remainder of the sentence in home confinement because of the pandemic. That's according to a person familiar with the matter that spoke to the Associated Press yesterday. Cohen has been locked up at FCI Otisville here in New York. He pleaded guilty, of course, to numerous charges, including campaign finance fraud and lying to Congress. He remain under quarantine for 14 days before he's released. Federal statistics show that 14 inmates and 7 staff members at the prison have tested positive for coronavirus. And finally, let's go up north to North Salem, where state police here in New York are now investigating the deaths of a Westchester County couple. Troopers were dispatched to a North Salem home just before 2 o'clock Thursday morning and found Barry and Peggy Naderman both dead of gunshots. Police tell the Journal News that an initial investigation by the Westchester County Medical Examiner's Office determined that Naderman shot his wife and then shot himself. Uh, Time for us to step aside for a moment. When we return on the update this Friday, we are going to talk some sports and talk about how the NBA and the WNBA are doing some good charitable work. We'll talk about what happened on this day in history. And then we will talk the latest national news, including how the lady on the uh, packages of Land O'Lakes has suddenly and conspicuously uh, disappeared. Uh, it's all of that and more coming up when the update of Brad and Julian podcasts and exclusively on the WKRB Mixcloud channel uh, returns uh, in just a moment. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment.
right, class. Let's hear what everyone did this weekend. Jill? Well, I raised my older sister to a big oak tree. It was at least a hundred years old. My mom said I must have set a record or something. And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this huge rock and saw all of these little minnows swimming around way below us. And then I rescued my little brother from an evil slug king who was guarding him at the bush fortress. And my sister and I brought him back to our super twig fort for safety. And then we all laid out and told stories until it got dark. And the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? Yeah. We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Anyone want to come this weekend? Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can. But it's just as important to take time for yourself. AARP can help. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for Traffic and Weather Together. Needless to say, we don't have to remind you that the MCA is running essential service plan. That means some lines will be running every 20 to 30 minutes because of a lack of train crews. There is also no scheduled service on the BC Grand Central Shuttle W and Z trains. For alternate service, you can use the 7A, D, E, J, N, Q, or R trains. Also, accessibility work continues on the N train through the spring of 2020. Last stop, 86th Street. For service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. Let's talk some sports on uh, this uh, Friday. Uh, the NFL is going to be holding a practice General Manager Bob Quinn said this morning that the mock draft will be held on Monday. He didn't provide any details on the proceedings other than what the Lions will be part of. Commissioner Roger Goodell back in March ordered all team facilities closed and then later required club personnel to conduct the draft from their homes. Uh, Because of the reliance on free-flowing communication, the league decided to stage a mock draft to ensure that the proceedings next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday will go smoothly. 
And the NBA and the WNBA say that they plan to sell cloth face coverings bearing team and league logos, and that all proceeds generated by the league will go to charity. The proceeds will go to Feeding America in the U.S. and Second Harvest in Canada. Both of those organizations work to assist the hungry. Face covering manufacturers Foco and Industry Rag will be also amping up charity efforts through sales. They will donate one face covering for everyone purchased to the benefiting charities. We will talk about what happened uh, on this day in history. There's a lot of stuff going on and happening on this day in history. We'll address those when the update with Brandon Julian on podcasts and exclusively on the 90.3 WKRB Mixed Cloud channel. News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. In 1987, some inner-city first-graders were promised a college education. Now, this promise didn't come from a wealthy corporation. It came from Oral Lee Brown, who saved a large portion of her modest income every year for these children. She told Miss Brown, you can't do everything I said, no, but we need to do more. And she did more by sending 19 kids to college, helping others pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Pass it on. This time of upheaval is causing me to look a little deeper inside myself, looking for some goodness. And this is what I've found. I'm more aware of my neighbor's well-being. I'm saying thanks to those who help keep my life as normal as possible. My mail carrier, my grocery cashier, my delivery person. I find myself caring about others instead of just looking out for myself. And oh, my goodness, does it feel good. Goodness is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com. Page in common sense. Page in common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the update on the road uh, near Sarah D. Roosevelt Park on the Lower East Side. We are at the corner of Houston and Forsyth Streets uh, near the bus stops for the M15 and the M21. I got to tell you, it feels really good to be back uh, posting on our mix on the WKRB Mixed Cloud channel. Uh, if you don't know, when we did our shows on the live radio. We had a uh, we had a mixed cloud specifically for the show, uh, and then we also had a separate mixed cloud account for the station ninety point three WKRB. Well, after some consultation, we can finally start putting shows together and posting them on the mixed cloud channel or WKRB as well as posting them as podcast. It's the best of both worlds, and more people get caught up on the information that they need to know. And, of course, that's always a good thing. Let us talk about what happened on this day in history for this April the 17th. The highlight of his day came in 1961, when some 1,500 CIA Cuban exiles launched a disastrous Bay of Pigs invasion of Cuba in an attempt to topple Fidel Castro, whose forces crushed the incursion by the third day. In 1492, a contract was signed by Christopher Columbus and a representative of Spain's King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella, giving Columbus a commission to seek a westward ocean passage to Asia. In 1521, Martin Luther went 
before the Diet of Worms to face charges stemming from his religious writings. Uh, Luther was later declared an outlaw by Holy Roman Emperor Charles V. In 1524, Giovanni de Verrazzano reached present-day New York Harbor. In 1969, a jury in Los Angeles convicted Sirhan Sirhan of assassinating Senator Robert F. Kennedy. In 1970, Apollo 13 astronauts James A. Lavelle, Fred W. Hayes, and Jack Swigert splashed down safely in the Pacific four days after a ruptured oxygen tank crippled their spacecraft while en route to the moon. In 1972, the Boston Marathon allowed women to compete for the first time. Nina Kusich was the first officially recognized women's champion with an hour, with a time of three hours, ten minutes, and twenty-six seconds. In 1973, Federal Express and FedEx began operations as 14 planes carrying 186 packages took off from Memphis International Airport, bound for 25 U.S. cities. In 1975, Cambodia's five-year war ended as the capital Phnom, Phnom Phen. I think I got that right. Uh, Phen, instituted brutal, radical policies that claimed an estimated 1.7 million lives until the regime was overthrown in 1979. In 1986, at London's Heathrow Airport, a bomb was discovered in the bag of Anne-Marie Murphy, a pregnant Irish woman about to board an El Al jetliner to Israel. She had been tricked into carrying the bomb by her Jordanian prince, Nezar Hindwadi. Also, the bodies of kidnapped, the kidnapped American Peter Kilburn and Britain's Philip Padfield and Leigh Douglas were found near Beirut. They had been slain in apparent retaliation for the U.S. raid on Libya. In 1991, the Dow Jones Industrial Average closed above 3,000 for the first time, ending the day at 3,004.46, up 17.58. In 1993, the in Los Angeles convicted two former police officers of violating the civil rights of beaten motorist Rodney King. Two other officers were acquitted. Also, Turkish President Turgut Ozil died at the age of 66. And in 2007, a day after the Virginia Tech massacre, President George W. Bush visited the campus where he told students and teachers that a somber convocation of the nation was great for them. There was a when we return on the update this Friday, we will talk the latest national news, including how the woman on the Lando Lakes butter, cheese, and other products since the late 1920s quietly disappeared. We're going to tell you why exactly uh, she's disappeared uh, when the update with Brandon Julian uh, returns uh, on podcast and on the WKRB Mixed Cloud channel uh, in just a moment. News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Now's the time to stay apart. Social distancing. But I'm adding something else. Pull together. What's pulling together while we're staying apart? It's calling family to check in on them. It's waving to your neighbor. It's the things we should have been doing all along. 
And when this tragedy passes and we're able to come together, we'll be stronger than ever because we've already pulled together. Stay apart. Pull together. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com. What can I possibly do to make this stressful time a little better? Here's one thing I found. It's a small thing, a simple thing, a remarkable thing. Smile. You can share a smile from more than six feet apart. You can share it socially with the whole world. In fact, right now, I'm smiling at you. And I hope you're smiling back. Because smiling is in you. From PassItOn.com. Me, down here. <gasps> what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. Well, uh, what are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. Don't you remember me? Don't you know that we miss you? Miss me? Who misses me? You know, all your friends in the forest. The trees, the pond, that little fort that you made out of branches. We all miss you. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. Oh, I guess that makes sense. This forest is not that far away. Have an adventure today. I'm sure your mom would take you. You're right. I should get out. I want to have fun. Plant puddles, catch frogs, and climb trees. Hey, Mom! Yeah, hon? <gasps> Stephen! What is that in your hand? It's my sense of adventure, Mom. It's telling me we need to get out of the house and have some fun in nature today. Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB Update. Welcome back, everyone, to The Update this Friday on the road from Sarah D. Roosevelt Park on the Lower East Side on podcasts and exclusively on the WKRB Mixcloud channel. Well, I should say they're both exclusives. Both homes, I should say. <laughs> Let us talk some national news. Some trying to make it non-coronavirus related. In Washington, President Trump is determined to restart the U.S. economy, which is struggling amid the pandemic. He's given governors a roadmap for recovering from the economic pain, laying out a phased approach to restoring normal activity. The new guidelines are aimed at easing restrictions in areas with low transmission of the virus while holding the line in harder-hit locations. They make clear that the return to normalcy will be a far longer process than Trump initially envisioned. Uh, Federal officials warned, though, that some social distancing measures may need to remain in place through the end of the year to prevent a new outbreak. U.S. meat producer says that four of its poultry workers there have died after becoming infected by the virus. Tyson Food spokesman Gary Mickelson confirmed today the deaths of four infected employees in the rural southwest Georgia city of Camila. He said that three of them work in the company's chicken processing plant there, while the fourth person was employed outside the plant at one of Tyson's nearby support operations. Tyson's senior vice president for human resources, Hector Gonzalez, said in a statement that the company's requirement.
requiring workers now to wear face masks, dev- installing dividers at workstations, and giving employees more space in break rooms. Uh, Tyson, however, has not said how many employees have tested positive for the coronavirus. We will tell you about what hap- what has happened to the uh, Land Lakes lady uh, in just a moment. But first, a message about the U.S. Census. Hi, Cat. Elmo wants to know, what is the census? Ah, the census is a special time when we count every single person in the country. Do kids and babies count, too? Of course. Counting everyone in your home helps support your neighborhood by funding schools, hospitals, and more. So complete the census by calling, going online, or returning your form by mail. It's totally private. Visit 2020census.gov and... Make your family count! Brought to you by Carnegie Corporation of New York and the Ad Council. Finally this Friday, out of Arden Hills in Minnesota, the Native American woman that has graced the packaging of the Land Lakes butter, cheese, and other products since the late 1920s has now quietly disappeared. Known as Mia, the woman was shown sitting in a serene landscape of lakes and woods. That landscape remains on the Minnesota Cooperatives' packaging, but Mia is nowhere to be found. On some packaging, she's been replaced by photos of Land O'Lakes member farms. Uh, the Star Tribune reports that President and CEO Beth Ford said that as the cooperative looks toward its 100th anniversary next year, it needed packaging that reflects the foundation and heart of the company's culture, which are its farmers. Many people could agree with that. Our thought for today is from Sidney G. Harris, an American journalist, born in 1917 and died in 1986. Our thought for today is, a cynic is not merely one who reads bitter lessons from the past. He is one who prematurely is prematurely disappointed in the future. I'll let you guys ponder on that as we say in the words of Walter Cronkite, that's the way it is. Friday, April the 17th, 2020. That is the update this Friday. I'm Brandon Jewel. We appreciate you joining us. Hoping that your news is good news. Good luck. Be safe. Be well. And I'll see you back here tomorrow.